Hi, and welcome to another episode of Tom Ray's Art Podcast. I'm Tom. On today's show, I meet an artist who paints on maps. And not only paints on maps, but makes collages out of those maps. And the things they paint on the map are road signs. But not just any road sign. They're road signs that actually have their own sayings on them. Or sometimes a road sign that exists, but repurposing the words that are on that road sign. It's a fun conversation. The person lives here in Wisconsin, and I was actually introduced to them through a person that runs a retail shop in Middleton. That's not too far from where I live either. And uh, they were having a gallery night, and I went out there to say hi to the person that runs the shop, and they said, you should see this person's work. I think you'd really love it. And I did. And the funny thing is, is when we're talking, uh, the person I talked to today has a background in cartooning. And that's actually how they started out. And then it kind of evolved into costume making. And then it evolved into painting. So it's a fun ride. It's a fun trip. We talk about online carts. We talk about promoting yourself. We talk about the anxiety that comes with actually putting your work out there and doing markets and shows and going out to public and promoting yourself. It's a great conversation. Fantastic person. So here is that interview starting right now. that I have the recording on here so I don't forget that because that would be horrible. And <laughs> all right, so I've got that on. And then now I'm going to go through a, a list of things that uh, I... Oh, wait, I, first of all, let me ask you this because uh, I, I just realized I didn't test your sound yet, although I think it's perfectly fine. Okay. But uh, one of the things I like to do to have the person test their sound is um, is there anything you're watching or that you've been really into lately that you could tell me about that I should know about? Because like with streaming services, I'm like completely out of things to watch. So this is this way you can tell me something, I can learn something, and I can check your levels. Okay, um, <laughs> streaming services. Um, well, my husband and I are watching. We just finished Better Call Saul. That's not necessarily a streaming service. Well, it was. We had to buy it to finish it. Well, and also kind of late to the game, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, we gave up. Oh, you did. Um, and then we came back to it. Uh, it was a little slow. And then we were like, we need to see how this ends. Yeah. And then um, that kind of turned out to be its thing, I guess. You know? <laughs> yes. 100%. That was exactly right. Um, yeah. I'm a big Kim fan, so... That anyway, so we just finished that. Uh, the Bear, mm. that's a great show. It was um, good, although I wasn't too happy about the ending. I thought the ending I, was kind. Of, I thought the ending I, was kind yeah, of funny. I, he, so, and that I'm watching things that I, I actually find very um, anxiety causing, like uh, <laughs> um, restaurants. I, I don't understand how. I don't understand how restaurants function. I my both my kids work in restaurants, and they tell me it seems to function but i don't like cooking so for yeah. me the idea of cooking for multiple strangers is very stressful so watching it is i don't know why i'm watching it we yeah. started watching um uh the last of us uh which is a zombie it's oh a, it's, okay yeah it's based i don't on do a, zombie <laughs> what's that no well i don't either our, our um oldest is in north carolina uh in his second year at um app state yeah. and he's watching it. So I felt like I needed to watch it to have something to talk to him about. And um, yeah, I hate it. I start researching like ham radios and how I'm going to learn how to do that. This is what happens whenever oh, I watch. Because of, hated. oh my goodness. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> you know, That's like awesome. how, 
how can I be useful in a post-apocalyptic, you know, society? Yeah. And you're like, I can do ham radio because apparently other people will have ham radios too. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Suddenly they'll be, they'll just be plentiful. <laughs> and we're assuming that all the old people that know how to work them aren't already eaten. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or assimilated. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a big assumption. I oh, think. that's funny. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. And then I think I got your levels here. Um, okay. And then uh, I want to go through some of the things that I've learned from guests that I've talked to that they didn't realize when we started. So now I kind of mentioned these things before we get started. One is that this is being recorded and released at a later date. We're not just going live right now. Some people okay. have thought that. And uh, speaking of anxiety, it gave them anxiety. <laughs> I'm like, no, okay. no, no. So we're not doing that. Uh, two is, uh, this is definitely a conversational podcast. So it's not a, I'm going to ask a question and then you answer. It's kind of truthfully, it's just like what we were doing there. You think of something, you say it. If I think of something, it's going to be just off the top of my head. Uh, so feel free to talk as much as you want, which is another thing people have said. They're like, I feel like I spoke the whole time. And it's like, yeah, that's what we're here for. We're here to learn about you. Nobody, ca- nobody cares about me. So I, I have enough episodes that I'm on where I can talk about my own stuff. So don't worry about that. And, uh, and, uh, what's the other thing? I think that's it. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And even if it's something you think I already know, uh, people listening might not know. So feel free to elaborate as much as you want on something. And if you think of something else while you're talking about that, feel free to just go off on a tangent. I'm going to. So, (laughs) so don't be afraid because it's going to happen no matter what. Nice. Um, and that's, that's basically it. So, uh, you know, be comfortable, talk about what you want, tell people what you want them to know. And, uh, the, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. And, uh, it, the way I like to start the show is, uh, I'm recording right now. So okay. I have the person say their name and what it is they do. And, uh, we'll just get started from there. Okay. That sounds so, good. I'm Krista Allenstein. I'm a painter. Um, I mean, a number of other things, uh, but mostly I'm, I paint. Um, okay. I like uh, maps, vintage maps, and I paint on them, um, usually in collage format. Um, I paint in oil paint, and I usually paint things that people overlook, like neon signs and old streets. And um, there's usually signage involved in everything that I do, um, and I change what the words say to say something I'd rather them say. Um, And uh, I started doing it um, a long time ago. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to paint, what I wanted to share. I had been working for the Milwaukee Ballet for 10 years uh, in the costume department um, as the uh, different roles, but um, I ended up as the wardrobe mistress there. How did that Uh, happen? How did you, how do you, how does someone end up doing costumes for the ballet? Well, I, um, I went to art, you know, I went to art school. I was always interested in three-dimensional design and um, learned how to sew and was interested in that, interested in that, not necessarily fashion or, but always costumes. Uh, And so I started volunteering for the wardrobe mistress at the time, and she had been doing it for 40 years. So um, yeah, when she retired, so she's 98 now, when she retired, I think she was 89. Um, Wow. I know. Man. (laughs) Yeah. That's impressive. We worked together a long time and um, it was, she was, she is impressive. She's a good friend. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I just kept volunteering and then uh, it was 
time for her to retire. And um, I took over for that. And um, yeah. You said it was, you were in 3D design. Is that what, is that costuming or I, I, because when I think of 3D design, I think of, you know, like Pixar and, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So what is 3D design? Well, in the 90s, now 90, I think ideally I want Back in the 90s when they still called it graphic design or not graphic design, commercial art. Commercial art. Yes. That's so true. Um, I think I what I wanted to do at the time was um, stop motion animation. I was in, really into puppetry, really into um, anything that had to do with that. Uh, I had friends that you know, went to work for the Muppets. I, I, so really? I really wanted to do that. Yeah. And I headed out to California to try to get into, there was a show out there. There was a stop motion animation show. And, um, and then it was shut down as a lot of, um, a lot of stop motion, stop motion animation was shut down as they started getting more into computer animation. Yeah. Right. And, and so you're saying a television show. It was, it was called, um, I'm trying to guess what it is under the bed creatures or, um, it was about toys that live under the bed. Um, and there are even, I mean, it really got far in the process. I think there, um, but then it was, so it wasn't like the California raisins or like the PJs or something like that, that Eddie Murphy 3d. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. It was, um, it was a lot like, um, nightmare for Christmas. That was, yeah. yeah, and James and the Giant Peach, and then I sort of just took a tangent and didn't, you know. And you're when you're in your twenties. I mean, some people in their twenties when they get disappointed uh, persevere. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have a ten, had a tendency to get frustrated and just tack in a totally different direction. Okay. And um, I worked uh, as a toy designer for a while. I moved oh. when I moved back to Chicago. And that is equally as cutthroat. It's not like big, the movie big at all. It's very cutthroat. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that it is, but you know, yeah. that's that's people, nice to, to think maybe it could be, I suppose. Yeah. People used to ask me that. I'm like, it's not like that. Um, and uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, met my husband. He was living in Milwaukee. I was living in Chicago. And, and then I ended up here. Um, and so for a long time, you know, I got away from what I, well, not that I, I was ever really trained. I was trained in painting, but it wasn't my focus. Mm-hmm. Um, when I decided, you know, I really should put my art education to some sort of use and see if I can make a go of this again. That's when I started um, painting. And um, when I started painting the signs, I found that there was an unlimited amount of possibilities. You know, there's a zillion signs. There's a zillion things to say. And I was also trying to be pretty positive. Um, mm-hmm. It was right around the 2000, it was 2016, 2017, the election, and everybody was so darn mad at each other. And right. I was trying to do something positive. And so you just started doing those around 2016? Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I thought it was going to go farther back considering all of of the stuff that you were doing. And it's, yeah. it was that recent. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned that you were, I mean, you've mentioned Chicago, California, Milwaukee. So first of all, where did you actually grow up and where do you live now? I, I grew up in Ohio. Okay. And um, near Columbus, little town. Uh, and I always want to go to art school. So I ended up in New York city um, at school of visual arts. And right. I live now in a suburb of Milwaukee. Okay. Um, I'll- all right. So, All right. And, and now 
as as you were growing up, like how did you get started making art? Like you, how how did you actually get started, or at least interested in wanting to do the three D stuff, and then even painting? Like how does that sort of start and transition into the other? Really? Um, well, I don't. I you know what I wanted to be when I was a kid. I always wanted to be an artist. I don't remember a time I I didn't. Okay. Sure, much to my parents' chagrin. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they wanted that to run its course. Um, but I wanted to be a cartoonist. Okay. So All I, right. I wanted, I, I can, I can drive with that. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, then I got to art school and saw very serious, like people that I felt were much more serious about that than me. Oh yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta stay in your own bubble if you want to continue being cartoonist. I, I believe yeah. I'm the greatest one out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and that's right to think that like, you do wonderful work. Uh, and then you're just sort of, you know, I, I was trying to figure out what I liked. I've, um, I've always been drawn to um, uh, fanciful worlds, made up worlds, you know, whatever. And I think a lot of artists are. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what kind of led me in down the puppetry route. And and, um, and th- we had a really good school of the arts had a really good, interesting. Um, volcanic personality in the 3d um uh instructor there kevin okay. o'callaghan his name um and he, he we would put on these enormous shows just enormous um building shows they're interactive they were um they really did take all of the time that you possibly could give to a project too much way too much time yeah <laughs> so it was that kind of situation but like at one point it may as well have been done with live actors it would right, make it yeah. easier <laughs> it just, exactly it was just the whole and every yeah part of it was wonderful and hard to stay away from because it was so exciting and um but you know you had to graduate right there are a lot mm-hmm. of things you need to do besides just this one class and um but that's kind of how i got roped into it um and when i start when i started to come back to my art you know i I always I work out of my home and I was trying to come up with something that um, I could control, could do um, in a controlled space without being too toxic for the rest of the humans that live here. And um, and I was like, I always liked when I, we were, I oil painted. I loved it. Yeah. Um, that was really a fun time. And so that's kind of how that happened. And um, when I painted my first sign, it was very small. It was just on, I was still on a map, but it was like there were houses and I painted this sign, you know, and it said something different than what it initially said. And I thought, oh, that's, that's way better than what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I started expanding on that. And why did you, why did you paint a sign? Why was that one of the things you wanted to paint? I think what I was trying to do at the time was, uh, uh, I, it, it, I, from what I met my memory is I was using these photos of, um, from my mom's high school. So all of these, images of um, people like when you trade high school pictures Mm -hmm. um, and you know in the back it's like Marty you're a swell gal that was my mom's name Marty you're a swell gal you know I hope you go and in the in the 50s and 60s they really had funny things that they said you know like you've got pep to go Marty like just really like (laughs) what 
this yeah it's like a guy i'm like who talks like that yeah. so i thought that was funny and i was doing these kind of collage like uh houses i, I was putting the the uh, images the actual photos behind the in the houses so they're peeping out the window and then i wanted to have some sort of commentary on what they were saying and i think mm -hmm. one of the things i put on this was you've got pep to go which i did on something else and um yeah but it was very small and um in the end, I just dropped the photos and dropped the houses and just started painting the signs. Were there iterations of these ideas that you were starting out or you just did a few and then didn't yeah. like those and moved on to the way you do it with signs or how did yeah, that happen? I, I, I pretty quickly um, started moving into what I do now. Um, and, and even like this year, as I, I always think of, processes as, as years. So 2023 paintings as I'm going forward. And it sort of started in the fall too. Okay. Um, it goes beyond like just the signs into, you have to look for what it says more, like a, more like a street scene mm -hmm. where there are different places where you're fine wording and you can put together a phrase. Um, it's more fun for me uh, to do it this way. Cause you know, sometimes I don't know about you, but I, uh, I haven't hit a brick wall, but you want to keep, I want to keep being interested in this. Yeah. And um, that makes it fun for me. So. Okay. And then why were you painting it on a map? How did that come about? Um, I collect, I collected maps have since I was uh, in second, fourth grade, fourth why? grade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of get it, but I don't really. <laughs> no. You should. It. It's weird. Um so, uh, yeah, fourth grade, um, my Mr. Garver, my teacher, he mm -hmm. um, was auctioning off basically garbage in his room. because <laughs> <laughs> not a dumb guy. So he'd say, or he put all these things that he was throwing out anyway onto this table and you would use your good student points to buy them, right? So there was some incentive to be good because you could use them and i spent all of my good student points um on this world map from like the 50s mm -hmm. uh, and you know, hauled it home it's enormous i have it hanging over here okay. <laughs> and I, I my mom is like what's the plan <laughs> with yeah. this um and so when i got to art school this was you know of course years later i i started collecting maps again um old maps and i called my dad and i was like do you know where this map is my mom passed away when i was 14 so and he's like oh sure i do it's on the on the shelf and so um since so i have thousands of maps i have just so many um but and this was just like the photographs with my my mom's photographs i use the actual maps because i don't like uh I don't like storing things. I think storing things without a purpose, like in a basement, right? Just holding on to it is mm -hmm. a silly. I don't understand it because what's the point? <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So I wanted to use them for something. And um, yeah, so that's what that's what happened um, with the maps. And I, I ask because if you collect them mm -hmm. and I've since had to overcome my collection versus you know, liking to look at things. Okay. So like I sell all this stuff, this pop culture and vintage stuff. I used to collect it and go, I'm going to sell those someday. And then some days, it someday kept coming closer and closer. And I'm just like, I still don't want to sell these things. So I finally started collecting things 
to sell them. So mm. I could go like, ah, I, I'm realizing now, you know what? They're not as, as, as hard to find if you know where to look. And I've found things several times. So I've learned to go like, okay, I can still have things around sell them or clean up space much like you're saying because while you were saying the you know holding on to things i'm like going how ironic i got a bunch of crap behind me in the video i wanted to ask about (laughs) i wanted to ask about it yeah well that's what it is i i go out and collect stuff because i've always been a collector but i've always had a storage space for them and i i actually have my really secret stash that started it out the one that i'm talking about that i still don't want to sell but it's like toys from like really just obscure old toys. And I still, I do have a storage closet full of it, but this is stuff like I've learned how to go out and find the stuff and collect it. And I know what I like and I can buy a bunch of it and get that rush of just like, Oh, that's so neat. And I can look at it and then go, all right, I'm done with it. And like, that's, that's what happens. That's the thing is it sits on the shelf and unless it looks good sitting Mm -hmm. somewhere, you just have to move it out of the way. And then you just know it's there but you forget until you look. So yeah. that's the thing is I start selling it. So at the same time, I can justify going out and buying the stuff yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I can go like, oh, I can make the money back, maybe even double it. And uh, yes. so, so that's, that's the thing. Where was my point with this? My point being, oh yeah. So you collected these maps mm-hmm. and all I'm thinking is how could you turn to these things that you collect and you really liked and go, well, now I'm just going to paint all over it because then you're ruining it. So that's what I mean. It's like, what made you do that? Yeah. Um, so it is, it is, that is true. Um, and there are some that I don't, that I don't paint on. Um, I get that. Okay. So I, I just like, I have this, uh, this map next to me, which is amazing. It's this map at Florida and it mm-hmm. has, it has just, the, has the most amazing colors and the ma- I just, I'm like, I love this map. And you know how to fold them. I just saw you unfold that and fold it back in the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. Um, <laughs> So for me, I look at this and I, I, you know, I won't paint on this because it's, okay. it's beautiful. Also, I want to either pin it and wear it all day. You know what I mean? Like I, I want this. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. No, that's, that's why a majority of the stuff that I collect are old children's illustrated books. I'm not going to read them. I don't read them for the story. I just open them up and look at the pictures constantly and go, oh, that's so cool. And, and it inspires me kind of. And yes. that's why I like to collect them. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not painting on them. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, well, oh, so, uh, but yeah. Um, so for me, it has to be uh, a map that does, isn't extraordinary. Maybe they all are extraordinary in there some way. I've had map collectors be horrified with what I do with yeah, maps. That's their own thing. Get over it. <laughs> um, but my response to them is, I think if you'd ask the map, they would rather have this new life in a painting than be stuck in this box deep and wow <laughs> okay <laughs> i i am speaking for an inanimate, inanimate object but i i truly do believe that um having a new life in something um that has some intrinsic value to someone like mm-hmm. i don't know not to everybody um but someone is going to do just what I said. They're going to hang this on their wall. Some people will choose just to hang the map on their wall and that's fine too. Yeah. I've seen that even in like coffee shops and stuff. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah, that's, and I've, I've started doing even worse things. Like now I cut them up, which is. um, That's what I was going to ask next. Okay. So here's the thing. Now (laughs) it's, it's very odd. There's a weird thing. Like I'm asking you this because I'm also kind of going through the same thing. Speaking Mm -hmm. of the stuff that I collect again, now going with the tons of books that I have. 
Now I say I'm not painting on them, but you know what? Sometimes I'll buy a bunch of them and I didn't notice that like half of the pages are ripped out or some kid decided to color and crayon on them. They're ruined, right? I can't sell those and I don't want to keep them because they're all ruined. And I'm like, you know, I've always wanted to do collage. And so here are some things where it's like, I really have some good artwork that I can collage with. But then I look at it and I'm like, what do I do with this? I don't know how to collage. So could you please tell me about your collage process, please? (laughs) Um, Yes. So I, well, the reason I started collaging them was because at art shows, um, people, people generally speaking, there's, there's two different kind of people, people who love old things, Mm -hmm. um, like, like signs, like neon signs, uh, and people who love maps and, the people that love maps want to know if I have a painting on a map of Vermont or a painting on a map of Maine. Okay. Um, and that's fine. And for a while there I did, I was like, well, okay, I'll just do more States, include more States, just keep. And then I didn't want to have that conversation anymore because yeah. for me, it isn't about what the, to me, all of them, like I love my Florida maps as much as I do my Ohio maps, but I'm from Ohio. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, it doesn't, I, it doesn't bother me that it's a state that I'm not connected to in some way. So I thought, well, I will make a non-map. I will make a map of, of a place that doesn't exist by cutting up these maps and making a place that if someone says, do you have a painting on Maine? I could say, yes, it is in this painting along with 15 other states or, you know, I'm sure you could find Maine in this painting. Um, For me, it's more the beauty of a map and that most of these maps were made and designed before, you know, computers, these were drawn, these Mm -hmm. were drawn by people accurately. And I think that's amazing. So that's why I like putting them in the background. and, and how I do it is um, I use here, I have it here. I use this handy dandy machine, okay. machine, right? To cut my straight lines. And um, I do either patchwork. So I'm going to be doing these little teeny, teeny um, squares, or I did a quilt. Um, and you really make them that small? Yeah, I do now. It's, wow. it's really fun. It, um, it adds a lot of time to the process, um, but it feels very intentional to me, and um, that part I like. So I feel like when people ask me, like, why maps, or or if they think it's very arbitrary that I just am, you know, putting just a piece of paper with images on it mm-hmm. as a base, it isn't for me. There is a there's an intention there. How do you shellac it all together for lack of a way of knowing what the term is for me? Yeah, that's um, <laughs> so it, it, I glue it down with archival glue. Uh, so um, just what you, book, bookmakers would use. Okay. Um, and then, and this is a very frustrating process. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Because inevitably, okay. Oh, first, first I, I take my board, which is usually an ampersand um, hardwood, hard board. Okay. And um, I um, gesso that. So there's some sort of grit and, you know, something to grab onto. Yeah. Then I glue the pieces paper, paper, or piece of map onto it one by one and to make sure there's no bubbles. And at, at that, after that, I gesso over it again, probably six to ten times with clear gesso. Um, so it's a smooth surface. Okay. Um, 
and sometimes sanding in between. Uh, yeah, it's it, I used to really hate this process. Now that I I make something, now that it's harder, I like it better, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. Because it used to be like, ugh, I have to, I have to mount the map, you know, and now it is a hundred percent a big part of the design. For me. And now do you have a huge collection of the map scraps? Oh, wow. That was hard to say. Yes. Map scraps. Map scraps. <laughs> I do. Because I have files of, um, of Oh, you even file them. God, you're so state. organized. <laughs> yeah. I have it by state and I have it by country. And now I have to have a new filing system of like, one inch squares, um, compass roses, uh, strips. So I have these, you know, these strips right now. Okay. Right now. I, I could either cut these up or, um, I don't know. In the end, who knows? <laughs> Even now I'm seeing the look on your face and you're like going, but I don't really want to use that one. <laughs> <laughs> like I saw the I, look on your face. <laughs> I, um, I do love them. I do love them. Um, because even I cut up, I just saw that strip and I'm like, well, that's kind of neat as it is. It is. They are. <laughs> They're beautiful. I even, you know, I was just thinking about, honestly, painting an image of this map on my collage of maps. Okay. <laughs> like, it's like, that's a little meta, but. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, I, um, I do. I do love these very much. Things are very fun. <laughs> now, so I was so I was introduced to your work actually while I was visiting a a uh, a retailer here in town. I was at the not in town. It's actually in the town uh, town right next to us uh, in Middleton. But okay. it's called, and I always want to say it wrong. And I think I tell the person this all the time. I always want to call it the Regal Beagle, but it's called the Regal Fine. Yes, and and uh, they were having an art walk one night or an art, one of those night galleries. That's what it was, a night gallery. And okay. you were going to be there to present. And and she walked me over and was showing me the stuff and actually said, you should talk to this person. She's a very interesting person and showed me the work. And I really did like the signs. Very nice person. So I'm just, first of all, just letting you know that like they, they introduced me to your work. So and kind. also thought that I would like it. And I did. And one question I have while I was looking at it, now, along with the painting on the maps, with the signs, I understood what you were doing with the signs and how you said you were, you were, you know, changing the text that's on them and sometimes just putting in your own text. Mm -hmm. But uh, are they based on real signs or are you kind of now do you have just, you know how to do it and you create your own signs and styles? Like what's, what are the signs you're using in these? I've, I've done both. I've done okay. both. For the most part, they are based on real signs. Um, and especially now that I'm doing more street signs, Okay. Uh, street scenes and signs incorporated. I'm going to do a whole series of um, San Francisco's Chinatown because okay. weirdly Chinatown that weirdly San Francisco has the most vintage neon signs of, of any town. Um, and they have a really strict rules about taking them down and keeping them upkeep, upkeep or up and up, you know, yeah. they, they are well, well maintained. There's the word. Yeah. Um, so when my husband and I were going around San Francisco, I mean, I think in two hour period, I took pictures of 50 different signs, which is crazy. Um, I was tourist out. <laughs> uh, there's just, there's just so much out there. I like the idea <clears throat> of capturing something that's probably not going to be there in mm -hmm. 
maybe in San Francisco it will be because they're pretty serious about it. But um, these things have a shelf life. They are disintegrating, you know, oh, yeah. as they speak. So um, I like the idea of, um, of painting them. Now, right now, a lot of people like neon signs, but for a long time, neon signs were an indication that a place was run down. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, now they have it, they're in their heyday, but um yeah, like the the uh, before they cleaned up Times Square in New York, they show those like in Midnight Cowboy and everything neon signs all over the darn place. They just happen to be all very lewd. Exactly, <laughs> you know? That's exactly right. Because they, you know, neon when it was invented, it was the the thing to have, and then like uh, blow molded plastic came came into the scene, and then if you had uh, some sort of establishment, you you were expected to get rid of your neon because that was gauche and no one wanted to see that anymore, but a lot of people left it because they didn't have money to change it. Um, Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. in the 60s, yeah, 60s, 70s, definitely 80s, people were like, what's, you know, don't go there. It's the, you know, the tenderloin. (laughs) 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 Not not safe. Um, uh, I think that that's sad, right? Mm Because when you think of the work that goes into neon, there's just such, such a exceptional amount of work and the fact that it was just sort of relegated to being a you know a sign for a dump yeah exactly and i saw your stuff so since i saw your stuff at this at this uh this retail shop in middleton and you said you started making these particular paintings in 2016 when did you start putting your stuff out there publicly how did you start getting your things into shops and I see that you do wholesale on your site and things like yeah. that. Like when did you start doing that? Uh, when I actually the Regal Fine was the first shop that um, had my work. Um, and it was after, I think it was after the 2000, it was pretty, it was pretty far into the, the game. I've been doing, I do sell my prints at art fairs. So my first art fair okay. was 2000, 18 and then 2019 I did a lot of shows which was great and then of course 2020 happened and they were all shut down just mm-hmm. as I was getting my stride so I think it was 2021 um and honestly it's very I have a I am not a good cold caller <laughs> I'm, I'm a terrible okay. like I, I really find the whole process of approaching people to sell my prints um terrible horribly hard i just i I actually hate it okay um my son who doesn't have the same sort of fear of rejection thinks he needs to start representing me he's at 17 he's like i'm gonna start doing this because i'll do things like i think the first time i tried to cold call and someone asked them it was basically like me going in with my i have a catalog and throwing it at them and being like, for your consideration. And then like <laughs> looking out the door. And then ran away. <laughs> and then ran away like a child, like a child. Oh. So, um, yeah, it's, and I, it's like I'm a child on the playground and who likes somebody and you walk over and you hit him in on in the arm and go, I like you and run away. I like you. Yeah. Yes. That's a hundred percent. And in fact, if I could write the stores a note and just have the check box, will you, <laughs> will me? you show my work? Mark? Yes, yeah. or no. yes or no. <laughs> We'd be, I'd be sad. I think that should be one of the requirements. I think we should do that. It, it, truthfully, it would a lot less, you know, time involved. <laughs> I, I think so. I just, um, 
Yeah, that's... Uh... Well, you seem to overcome it because, you know, it, even... Uh, Truthfully, doing the doing the art shows or the 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 art markets out there in mm-hmm. the world where people approach you and you have to sit there and they're looking at your stuff and you're like, do I talk to them? Do I say something? Do I, you know, leave them alone? It's <laughs> it's very yeah. It's that's that's ten times harder. So how how did those go about? <laughs> have you have you done art fairs? You, you just described. It I have, and I've done both. I've I've done both manners. I realized, like when people first came out, I'd be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And I'd start a conversation, and some people were okay with it. Some people would get away, you know. And then it occurred to me, I'm like, "Oh yeah," because I, I went to a store, like a I was shopping for pants or something, something stupid, and I went into the place, and the person came right over and started bugging me. He was just like, "Hey, what what are you looking for? How are you doing today? What's happening?" And I was like, "Oh my god, that was me the other day, wasn't it?" I was like, "I was that guy." So the next time, I didn't say anything, and people just stood there. And then I'm like, "Am I creeping them out now?" So it was really hard to find that balance. Yeah. So then the next time, I had an intern, and I had him come with me, and he's just kind of he's like. Um, uh, speaking of of puppets and things, he kind of reminds me of you know that one in the Muppet movie, the one that the one that runs Honey or whatever his name yes. is. The, yeah, he's kind of like that. <laughs> so he's just like this big, lovable, scary, hairy guy, and uh, so he would just like start conversations, and I'd be reading a book, and then he'd turn to me, and then I'd be like, "Oh, hey, how are you?" You know, and then I could come in with the person already warmed up. Anyway, yeah. uh, that was not intentional, but I wanted to test it out, and that actually went very well. Um, but you, how, how, how did you <laughs> deal with this? Well, the, the fir- my first one was exactly how you described, which okay. was um, just me aggressively approaching people. You know, usually I was smiling. I didn't think I was aggressive, but just a little bit too much. Um, and it is, there's a fine line. And when you're sitting there, you can't, you can't, be, it, you know, when you're reading a book, right, people don't think you're engaged. Um <clears throat> And if you're staring at them, well, that's awkward because no one wants to be stared at, right? And so that's, and I do have a staring problem in general. So um, okay. <laughs> I'd really watch that. Um, and a lot of times if I'm hiding, because the way I set my booth up, there's, you can sort of, I can sort of hide behind. Um, so I've scared people because I'll like sort of pop out and they're like alarmed. And so now I, I sketch, I sketch the whole time I'm at an art show, Um and then I can look up and look down like, and I look like I'm in, engaged in something that has to do with the, the product. Well, so and they can even ask you about it. Exactly. Yeah. So that, okay. That works out pretty well. Um, you know, art shows, you do, you have to have a thick skin. You can't, you can't get offended um, easily by people um, or what people say or try not to be, you know, I've had right. people, um, for the most part, people are really kind. That's the thing there. I've had, I haven't had experiences where that hasn't been the case. I, there is something that happens to me that happens a lot where people will call my work cute. And that, that, that I upset that word in general is a trigger for me. So okay. I, right. I don't, I don't enjoy that. And I actually painted a, a piece uh, speaking to that, just saying, call me cute one more time. That's right. What I saw that one actually. <laughs> yeah, because I just um, uh, it's just not a great word to use for artwork. It just mm-hmm. isn't, especially if you put your heart and soul. It makes stuff. it seem like uh, oh, oh look how cute she thinks she's people, you know, like that that sort of thing. Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Um, other than that, um, and I have had, um, I've had conversations and this happens a lot and it happened more at the beginning where people want to talk like that. People come to art fairs a lot of times because they're lonely, oh, yeah. right. And they want someone to talk to. And part of the reason I started doing art fairs and making these signs was to connect with people. I like that. I like connecting with people. Um, and so it's a fine line to walk where I want to connect with someone. I want to have the conversation. I also have to sell something today. Like, I, like it's an important. So it's this balance of, of connecting with people. And then also, you know, if we're talking for 45 minutes and you, and you just want to talk about maps, like I, I can't do that for another 45. You know what I mean? Like we're, mm-hmm. so that, and it's hard for me because I, you know, I, I really like people. So I, I have to find that. I have mm-hmm. to find about, and I think I have found a balance um, with with that. Um, and I and I there are certain people, um, and what I would never I would ne- but there is I have identified certain people. If I see them coming, I will run and go to the restroom, and my husband or someone else will have to watch the booth because I know that that is a conversation that there's no exiting. Okay. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I just take the um, the coward's way out and just okay. run. Yeah. No, there's it's it's. Uh, I actually had pointed this out to my wife at one of the markets. Is I realized it's kind of like when I used to go to the comic book store. There were the few people who were just there all day and talking about comics. And you would come back and they'd still be there, you know, it's it, it, like the next week. And it's just like, oh, and they weren't buying anything. They were just talking and the people working just had to sit there and talk about comics, which is fine. But yeah, sometimes it's like, all right, you know, it's, it, it, I'm going to go do something else now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do something else now. Right, I met, yeah. And yeah. To maintain their sanity, they're going to have to... <laughs> Right. Say that. I love comic book stores, by the way. Oh, love, yeah. <laughs> we've we've got less of them around here now, but uh, I, I do enjoy them. The the ones that are here, the people that work there have been working there for years. So it's always nice yeah. to walk in. Like I walk in and then it's just like I never left. So they're, <laughs> they're very nice around here. Um, now, with, with putting your stuff out there and doing these markets and uh, finally put, you know, just doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. what are some of the opportunities that came from this? Like, what are some things that you realize wouldn't have happened unless you started doing this? Well, um, what, one thing that has been really great uh, is, and I didn't think this was possible, having let such a long time go by between art school and actually doing this. Um, and that is that there's really a supportive community of artists in yeah. Milwaukee and in Madison too. Um, it's small. It's a small, you know, everybody knows everybody. Everybody wants to support everybody. Um, and, you know, I live in a suburb of Milwaukee. I'm a mom of teenagers. Uh, I didn't think that that it was possible to get involved and accepted by a community now, mm-hmm. which seems silly. I mean, I'm not, you know, 105 years old, but I, I just, I didn't know that that was going to be um, the case. It was easier than I thought. It's not easier necessarily getting into the shows like that part. Um, mm-hmm. And that required a big leap of faith. I, you know, again, I'm scared of rejection. So you have to be okay with that, you know, applying to shows and having people say no is scary. Yeah. Um, 
But once you get over that, and then you do get into shows and connecting with some people, it's really kind of amazing. Um, so that that's been the biggest thing. I in a couple of weeks, I'm starting. Um, I'm going to take a Saturday class with um, an artist that I met, and uh, he he teaches at my ad, and he does etching. And I've never I've never done etching before, so yeah. I'm really excited about that. Um, actually, learning something new for the first time in I can't even you know. I can't even remember, like really learning something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And uh, um, yeah, I think that's that was the biggest thing is being That's able really to- cool. Yeah. And I've always loved etching. And I too am like, w- whenever I go to some sort of gallery and I'll look at something, I really like that. And I'll go to look at the plate that's next to it. And nine times out of 10, it's always an etching. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, it's, but at the same time, I'm like, I feel like I know what it is, but at the same time, I don't think I understand exactly what it is. hundred percent. It just looks like drawing, but it's not, but it is. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah. you'll have to let me know. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you also have, and you have a website and then you also have a card on that website. How's that? <laughs> have you had like, uh, what are some of the, do you have tech problems with that? Was that hard for you to actually, like, are there still things like, what's the hardest thing about doing this? Technically, technically, uh, so the hardest thing, the website, because I use Squarespace, has been pretty easy. Okay. Um, I am pretty happy with how it's set up. I know that my, um, there's the word uh, for your search engine optimization. I think I just said it. Yeah. SEO, (laughs) which is what they call it. That's just the abbreviation of what you actually said. Yes. I know that I have terrible mistakes on my website because I'm informed by that, by people who reach out and want to fix it for money. <laughs> so oh, people yeah, all yeah. get emails. Don't listen to those people. You know what? <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing about those people that reach out to you. Remember this. They reached out to you because they found your website. So you're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Yeah. So that, I mean, at a certain point, and I did go over a lot. So that that part, I know there's more I could be doing with it. <clears throat> I do. Uh, but for the most part, I like how it works. Um, all the occasional person who can't, and I'll, you know, I'll inevitably, I'm somewhere where I can't deal with it at that moment. Like there, I'll get an email saying, I'm trying to buy X, Y, and Z, and I can't. And I'm like, mm. what is happening? So that occasionally happens, but for the most part, that's okay. Um like, is yeah. it a, like they have problems with the actual credit card side of it or the yeah, card just it, won't let them go through? It's usually on their end. Okay. Um, I, I'm married to an IT director. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So inevitably, and I, and I don't usually, I've gotten to the point where I don't freak out anymore and like, ugh. right. Um, so that I'm, I'm pretty good with that. I always have to, or I try to, and I'm very bad at it um, upload my images of my work more often. So I'm not doing like six or seven at a time because I have to upload it to the new work. I have to upload it to the wholesale, upload it to like, there's like five or six different steps. Then I have to do that, um, on applications where I, where I apply to all my shows. And there's, there's like six different steps that I have to take for one art piece of artwork. So if I'm waiting for like, it, and I do it every time. So it's yeah. an all day on the computer. And that just, 
I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I I hate it. So, um, yuck. Um, I have a newsletter that I, that I do every month. Um, yeah, how's that going? I wish it was, I, I really want that to grow because I don't like social media. Okay. I'm trying to find another way to connect with people. What Um, type of stuff do you put on your newsletter? I, I always have, um, what I've worked on that, like an image of a a piece, um, the inspiration photograph, you know, why I did it. Um, then I do an interview with someone that I admire Hmm. and it's, it's gotten to, it's a question answer format where I record them and I just type what they said. And it's very fun what comes out of that. Um, and then I usually have, uh, links to whatever, however they can be found. Um, and then I'll have images from my studio or something strange like that. And then I'll maybe have, um, either, um, field trips that I've gone on to find different signs and, you know, different cities or, uh, what, what shows I'm doing, um, something like that. And I try to make it pretty concise. Um, the interview is the most important part. It's the most interesting part to me. And, um, yeah, so that's that's the format. And I, I took a big break in the fall from it. I was making costume, or I was in charge of costumes for the local high school um, production. It always so I, brings you back. <laughs> <laughs> Someone outed me mm-hmm. here and told, you know, my son's involved, and I don't know, someone told someone who, that I did costumes. And, that's yeah. funny. How do you... Um, Promote it then. Promote your site. Promote your cart. Promote your newsletter. Do you do you do any advertising or anything like that? Well, I, I do. I am still on Instagram, <clears throat> and so mostly through that. Even though I don't like it, um, I try to connect. I have a, a certain customer base. I try to connect with. Occasionally, I'll I'll send out or I'll do a post on um, Instagram with a plea to maybe sign up for the um, not a plea like desert, but just you know I I want to put more content out in the newsletter because I feel like you have more control. Yeah. Um, you know, without and it, it, ha- it a lot of it honestly has to do with my mental health with with social media. I don't like being on it, mm-hmm. so. If I'm, but if I'm on it, right, and if I'm posting something, I feel like I need to be looking at other people's stuff too. I can't just put my stuff out there and then run for the hills. You know, that's not right. So <clears throat> it's something I have to deal with. But you know, yeah. That's- and I get what you're saying, but you know what? It is okay. I mean, it's you're not <laughs> obligated. You can just go. Well, I'm here for me, so that's why I'm here. I don't. You don't have to put in the time. You don't have to make. It's not like walking through the office and you have to make sure you say hi to everybody. You can yeah. just go. I have a meeting to get to. You know, it's, I like how I just did a whole scenario. Like it's in an office place. Why did it's I just like do that? that That's though. weird. It's, yeah. Except for now you're running into like crazy people that are jumping in the window at you that don't even work there. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, what is this? What am I looking at? You know, like a surprise, like ninja attacks. So yeah. Strangers. Um, I understand it though. I get, I get what you're saying, but I wouldn't feel guilty about it. It's, you know, that's, 
But that's also my opinion. I don't know. Maybe you should yeah, feel no, guilty I, about it. Who knows? I'm not right. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good, it's a good, yeah, I, there's people on there that I just love to pieces and I, they seem to um, calmly do this. Like they're just, they have no angst about social Nobody's media. Nobody's calmly so doing it. Come on. Oh <laughs> Everybody, like, we've all got it. We've all got anxiety, I think. Oh, some just hide it better. <laughs> and those are the people I'm jealous of. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so do you have, uh, do you, what, what sort of things do you have coming up in the future that you'd like to let people know about and things that you're going to be doing that you'd like to share? Well, uh, um, I applied to all the shows that I'm, that I intend on being a part of, uh, okay. or I'd hope to be a part of. And so I'll hear, start hearing about that in March and, um, and then in, and I'll do those. They're usually two, probably two a month in uh, to May to September. And then um, in September, I'm going to be showing at the Grove Gallery in uh, the third or in the fifth ward in Milwaukee. Okay. Um, so I have to figure out what I want to show there. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what's right now. I, um, you know, January and the spring, it's all about like creating more new paintings. So that's what I should be doing um, all the time. I'm still working on costumes um, mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're I got always going to be working on costumes. Yeah. Well, I got suckered <laughs> into another, another. Oh man. It's see, it never ends. How many paintings do you think you put out a year? Well, you know, I try to do um, three a month. Um, I, I want it to be more than that, but I try to do three a month. Wow. Um, so We'll see. Okay. Uh, one one a week would be great if I could continue that. I might just do a bunch of smaller ones. I'm not sure. I mean, I have a bunch Still, of Still, that's on. a lot. Man, well, that's nice. I hope I can continue it. Um, having said that, you know, behind me, these are all my paintings. I mm-hmm. came back from a show that I think I sold one tiny original and a lot of prints. And um, my underwear was in a twist. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not putting these in a box. I'm putting these up on the wall. Because there you go. gosh darn it, I like them. So, <laughs> so my son, my son Fletch was like, so what's the story? Are you going to like not sell these? <laughs> I said, no, I'll sell them. And there'll be giant holes in the wall. And that's yeah. fine. And then but you'll have to fill those spaces with more paintings. Yeah. Yes. I just... Uh, you know, I was like, this is silly. This is a silly use of, of storage space. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if you how you feel about this. This is I love what I do. I do. Uh-huh. I often wish I was a dentist and that I didn't think about what I do. Last thing I'd want to be. <laughs> or anything. I get where you're going with that, but you lost me at dentist. Yeah, it, it would be gross. <laughs> like, I don't. I really, I wouldn't give up being an artist or having an artist mentality for the world. I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, Occasionally, I just, you know, I just don't want to think about it. And I can't not. Right. That's where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah. it's And even when I would be at jobs, I'd be doing the job going, how could I do what I'm learning here and apply it to what I do? Like, that's that's the way I think, you know, like. All the time. Like, if I, even if I was like a, a. A fry cook? That's a thing, right? Yeah, that's what SpongeBob is. And and even if I was that, I'd be like, how would how can I use flipping burgers to promote what I make? Right. You know, that's things like that. That's the way my mind works. So yeah, it's it's true. 
I think it's one of the reasons why I, I get, you know, when I say I get suckered into this costume thing, I don't mind it so much because for me, uh, it's math, you know, it's math and, mm. and measuring and making stuff. And yes, there's like color choices involved, but, um, and I, and I, and I like that the kids are happy. That's awesome. Right. But at the end of it, if someone doesn't like that skirt, uh, it doesn't break my heart. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not like, oh my God, I put my soul into that skirt. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's like, not yeah, the Technicolor well. dream code, everybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like not everyone likes plaid. <laughs> you know, you can... So if people did want to see the artwork that you're putting out so often, where would you suggest that they go see it? So they can see it on my website every six or seven paintings. <laughs> I choose to put it on there. No, but um, no, I think <clears throat> I will on my website as soon as I know what shows I'm a part of. I'll put the, it on the website, and uh, and like I said, those will the show the first show that I hope I'm a part of. Well, actually, I know for sure it's in May. It's free range art fa- art. And it's in Grafton, Wisconsin. And it's this is a small, wonderful show at a farm. And there's just nine of us in, I, in a barn. And I love it. So that one is in May. And I know that for sure. Okay. So um, I, I love doing that show because it's just so kind. They're so kind. The people that are the woman that runs that Nancy, she's incredible. Um, Megan who invited me to be a part of it is an amazing Megan Johnson. She's an incredible connector of people. Um, and while it wasn't my most, you know, it wasn't a financial windfall. It was, it was a fine show. Um, there wasn't one moment where I wasn't having great conversation or smiling or just really enjoying myself. So yeah. um, those are, those are the kind of interactions that, wouldn't have happened if I didn't do this. And I love it. I love that. And this, this conversation, this yes. conversation would never happen. That's not that a, I was waiting remarkable. for that, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's not, if you would ask me, if you'd ask me, I, when I decided to do this again, my best friend, Monica and I were at a coffee shop <clears throat> and I said to her, I, I don't know what was going on with me. Maybe I was turning 45. I'm not sure what it was. I'm turning 50 this year. And she, I said, um, I'm going to do this. I said, next time, next one year from now, I'm going to have a body of work and I'm going to jump, dive into this again. And I remember thinking, there's so many obstacles, but I just made that announcement to my best friend and I am going to, now I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Crap, you know what I mean? Like that. Um, but the biggest thing was getting over, getting over myself, you know, getting, getting over my pride of being in fear of being rejected. Um, you know, pride, I think is, is the worst of the deadly <laughs> sins. It's like just the one that if we could just all oh, just get over ourselves, everything would go so much better. And, um, yeah. yeah so, because of that decision, I've, like I said, I've made connections I never would have if I had stayed with that fear. Um, no, and I still have it all the right. time. I just oh, of choose to set it aside. You know? I'd love it if just taking care of it would make it go away, but no. And, and yeah. also, <laughs> um, what, in the web address of your website. Yes, it's followthesignspaintings.com. I wish, I wish there was an easier way. 
follow this, you know, it's not. It, and don't forget the S, like that's important. Follow the signs, paintings. Every time I say it, I'm like, I really could have done better. Come on, you're getting contacted by SEO scammers. They, that you clearly your site is being found. So you're all right. <laughs> I've never thought of it that way. That makes yeah. Sense. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on today and talking with me. It was great meeting you. It's so nice meeting you. Thank you.